I had it set up before you came in, and then you moved it forward and back, and you spun it, and you don't touch it again. Who was it? So it was set up perfectly. No, it was still in that same position. It, no, it actually I didn't wasn't. I move this part. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying that was set up differently, but that's okay. Uh, the reason we have a third mic, why are you rolling your eyes? Oh, I didn't roll them. Are you going to talk into the mic, or are you just going to stay back? Oh, I talking to Mike. All right. Uh, the reason why there's a third mic, we have a guest tonight, and what is her name? Susie. Susie. And Susie, just to set the stage for everybody, Susie is a truck driver, and I, is she out of the Carolinas? Maryland. Okay, so she's out of Maryland. Okay, I knew it was an East Coast state. And I think in 2007, tragically, she was traveling in her tractor trailer and a 17 year old, was it a girl? Yes. 17 year old girl was texting and driving, came into her lane head on and major accident. And of course the young girl was killed and she had written into the show a couple times and we were set to do an interview with her in person in Orlando this week. But then for some reason she called and said, Hey, we are not going to be able to get that. Is there any way we could do this on the phone? And so we have the mic set up for Miss Susie tonight. So with that being said, if you could go ahead and dial her. We've never actually spoke with this young lady on the phone. We've just went back and forth on the Facebook page. That's how she contacted us. All right. We'll see if that adjusts right. Hello, Susie. How are you today? This is Troy with Talk CDL. I'm good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. And I've got Ruth Ann with me. Ruth Ann, say hi to Susie. Hello, Susie. Hi, Ruth Ann. How are you? I'm well, thank you. You? I'm good, thank you. That's good. So, Susie, you wrote into the show about uh, the tragi- tragedy that happened in 2007. Was and that did I, I you sent us the police report, and so that did happen actually in Maryland, correct? You, uh, how, how many years tractor trailer, uh, driving do you have? Uh, I drove 10 years. Um, I lost my job and the government basically said we will pay you to go to truck driving school through the state and I took them up on it. And what year was that? Uh, that was in 2000. Okay. So you were driving seven years when it happened. I was driving 10 years when it happened. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Seven years when it happened. So, so take us, take us for a second. First off, I read the report. You were driving for Warner, correct? Warner Enterprise? Yeah. Okay. And uh, how long were you with Warner when it happened? Uh, I spent my entire career with Warner. Wow. So, you know, I don't want to jump around too much, but so the accident happened in 07 and was that it for you or have you been driving since? Uh, I stayed with Warner until uh, the account that I was on. We lo- I was on a Chet Pallet account. And we lost the account, and I tried getting um, some jobs with some other companies. However, they saw that I had a fatality, and it just made it. They weren't necessarily unwilling to hire me, but it, it definitely had an impact. Oh, and I believe that. I mean, nobody nobody wants to to uh, hire the, the 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 tragedy, even if it wasn't your fault. It's difficult for companies to give you a break and and let me ask you did you really want to drive much after that no i didn't i didn't think it so. was it was 
hard. Okay. So can we go back to that day? Was it in the day or the night? It was in the, it was uh, 1048 at night. So it, this was at night and uh, you were, tell us, what were you, were you loaded? Were you empty? What, what was the deal there? I had uh, just picked up a load at the Sands Club in Annapolis, Maryland. Um, it was a drop and hope. Uh, picked it up. It was probably three quarters loaded with uh, white and chef pallets. And I was heading, heading up General's Highway to uh, connect to Route uh, 97, which you just had on your podcast about one, being one of the most dangerous roads in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I, had, I was on a straightaway, and she was coming around a corner. And when she came around the corner, she was already in my lane. And I saw her from probably 30 to 40 yards away. And... I had both hands on the steering wheel, and I didn't want to take my hands off the steering wheel to lay on the air horn because, you know, sometimes you reach for it, and it's not where you think it is. And I didn't want to take my eyes off of her. Right. And I went to the shoulder, and she went to the shoulder with me. And she hit the driver's side tire, and my tire, my steer tire, it exploded on impact. And she actually pushed my fuel tank back about six inches. And then I lost control of my truck, Susan. went across the roadway, and down into the tree line. I didn't actually hit any trees, but I went down into the tree line. Okay. okay. Hey, what's that clicking noise we're hearing? Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. okay. I wonder if it's just a bad connection or what. Yeah, it might be. Okay. Um. Okay, so... Uh, so you, after you was hit, you went down into, say that again? I went down into, into a tree line. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then, uh, first question I would have is, was, was the, the young girl was killed and was it instant? Was she killed on impact or was she alive still? No, she was killed on impact. Okay. All right. That's, that's, that's a horrible night. How long did it take for the, uh, rescue and everybody to get there? They were there in less than five minutes. Okay. Um, I called 911, and they said, did you lose your load? And I'm like, I don't know. Are you leaking fuel? I don't know, because I was just, I couldn't, I couldn't answer my name at that point. And uh, they showed up, and it was probably two minutes, I would say. They actually were already on their way back from a training exercise. They hadn't even gotten, they hadn't even received a, a dispatch to the location. They just happened to be driving by. Wow. When uh, they saw that they were needed. Right. What kind of a vehicle was the girl driving? Uh, Toyota Celica. Oh, so she was in a Celica. Okay. Wow. Terrible. Terrible night for that family. My gosh. Yeah. What What a phone call or a visit to get from the police. That's a... I, I've, I have daughters, believe it or not, right around that age. And uh, it would be a terrible thing to get a call. Yeah, I mean, she... Is- she had just graduated high school in May. Yeah. yeah, she's um she was she was born in 89, so she was young. Mm, gosh. So now out of curiosity, uh in 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 your uh messages to us you said she was texting and driving. So did the police pull her cell phone records? Is that how they found out that she was actually uh, uh, uh typing or texting on her phone at the time of impact? Yeah, I received that probably Three days later, they let me know. Mm-hmm. Okay. No alcohol was involved, just 
texting and driving. Correct. Terrible night. I was in a head-on collision, believe it or not, myself, back when I was early 20s. For two years, that thud of the impact car to car, it it literally uh, just kind of went through me. You know, I didn't sleep right or nothing, if I'm being honest. So tell me about the impact. Tell me about the physical impact of those vehicles. And then tell me about how it's affected you, you know, since that day. You know, it, it, it's weird because you, you play it over and over in your head because you you just want to find out what you could have done differently to save her. And, I mean, I, could, I, was, I was on the phone. On, I had a headset on. I was talking to another driver. And he said that he heard the impact mm-hmm. through the phone. He said that's how loud it was. And he immediately called his wife and said, Susie just got into a bad accident. And... You know, even to this day, it still affects me because I think about her and her family, what she would have done with her life, would she be a mother, would she have a good job, how her, how her family was affected by this. After it happened, I wanted to go to her funeral or her viewing, and I wasn't allowed because the company said, if you go and you say to her family, I'm sorry for your loss, they can take that as an admission of guilt that I may have done something wrong. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yeah. Wow. And, and you, know, they, you know, the company said, you know, we'll, we'll pay for you to go to a therapist. We'll cover everything. You know, I have to say, as, as, as much grief as people give Warner, I never had an issue with them. The right. entire 10 years, I shut up. I did my job. I did what I was supposed to do. Never had an issue. And after the accident, they mm. flew... Like I said, the accident was at 10.48 p.m. They flew an investigative team in from Arizona, landed at Baltimore Airport at 6 a.m., seven hours after the accident. Wow. That was Warner flew mm-hmm. those people in? An investigative team to, 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 to stand behind Susie and see what was going on, make sure that, you know, what happened. Right. They, they wanted to do, they did their investigation before even interviewing me. They went down, they looked at my truck, they looked at her truck, they went to the accident scene, they took pictures, they did everything. And then they interviewed me. And she said, uh, the safety guy said, I have one question for you and that's all I'm gonna ask you. And he said, did you go to the shoulder? And I said, yes, because I know exactly what happened. She crossed the center line, she hit you head on. Mm-hmm. I said, yep, and this happened the Thursday before Labor Day, and I said, how long am I out of work? And he said, as far as I'm concerned, as long as your drug test comes back clean, you can come back to work Tuesday. And I said, I don't think I want to come back to work that quick. And he said, understandable. But the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to get back into that truck. Yeah, it's true. And I think I waited, I probably waited a week. And uh, they actually paid me. They actually took what, what I made over the last three months, divided it weekly, and they paid me that amount, even though I wasn't working. Hmm. Because I had been with them for so long, they wanted to show some loyalty to me. Right, right. And, you know, that was, that was greatly appreciated. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's a recovery. You know, you're right. going through yeah. a, a recovery period because... Um, did you have any injuries yourself from it? I had... Um, they still, to this day, they don't know what I hit my hit, um, 
right below my right eye, I hit, something hit me. But it was just bruised. That's all it was. I didn't have any fractures, no. I mean, I went to the hospital just to get checked out, but I had no no injuries whatsoever. Oh, that's at least good for, good for you, obviously. Right. Um, okay, the night was, what, what was the exact date again? It was August 29th, 2007. Who's coming up on the anniversary of it? August, yeah, absolutely. I guess in a week, your anniversary, it, it's a bad anniversary is coming up. Right, right. And, okay. you know, I do think about her family. And, and, and like I said, I think about her also. Right. It was a, a, a large impact on you because of this happening. Like you said, you know, first of all, anybody that would have had that happen, and this is one of the questions that I was going to ask you know, when you see when it, when when a a driver goes through something like this, it's it's a it's an impact that you're having on your own self because it's something that you had happen to you. Not only the impact that that other family is going to have, it's any any accident, anything that that happens has a ma- major impact on your own life also. Now you're saying about what your recovery that you had, you know, as far as emotionally trying to get through this. What could you tell? as far as like to another driver to help them that might've helped you, you know, like someone that had the same kind of situation that, that, that you did, you know, what, what, what helped you the best on recovering emotionally from something to, like this, this trauma? I think the biggest thing for me was that I got the help from my company as far as a therapist. Um, and, I think that's something that a lot of drivers don't want to seek. I think it's a lot something that a lot of people don't want to seek out. They don't want to seek a therapist. They don't want to seek, hey, I mean, I need help. Hey, I may need to talk to, talk to a professional about this. Mm-hmm. And I had survivor's guilt. Right. Because I wished it was me and not her. And I have PTSD from it. Mm-hmm. And the more you talk about it, the easier it is for you. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's still days where I have my good days and I have my bad days. But for the most part, I have mostly good days. Mm-hmm. Now, the anniversary coming up, yeah, that, that might be something. But I've, in years past, I'd be dreading it. I'd be counting down, okay, six days till the anniversary, five days till the anniversary. And I don't do that anymore. I might, like the day before, I might, well, tomorrow's the anniversary, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, it doesn't have a huge impact on my life anymore, thankfully. Right. But yeah, the, the, the more you talk about it, and nobody's really ever going to understand unless they've been through it, but you do get some people who are compassion, you know, show some empathy towards you about it, but the, the easiest thing is just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Have you joined any advocate groups or anything like that to you know make awareness in, in any way or has that been a little too rough i haven't i've thought about it i just it's just not something that, I, that i've done i don't know why i just haven't really gone forward with it there's so, a lot of groups out there now that that do that kind of stuff and i just it's great that they do but i just don't do it so Susie, uh what what have you been doing since the the wreck, I mean, have you been working, doing in, in another industry, or you just have not really been doing anything? Uh, I was working down, I worked down at the University of Maryland College Park uh, for special events for four years, football games, basketball games, things like that. 
but I recently just quit that job, and now I'm working as, as a security guard at, at a local bank. But I just work part-time because I get Social Security disability because of the PTSD. Do you, do you still have your CDL, or did you let that last? No, I still have it. I still renew it um, just in case I ever decide I do want to go back. So, so tell me, first off, before that accident, were you a true trucker? Did you love it? I loved it. it. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. I loved just the excitement of where am I going today? The going bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, where am I going? Who am I going to meet? What am I going to run into? The adventure. That's a trucker. That truly is. Um, when you're home, you can't wait to get back out there. That's a trucker. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my next question was going to be, do you miss it? And I, I would be willing to bet you do and you don't. Exactly. Exactly. There are days where I drive down the road. It's like, man, I really miss that. And then there's those days where there's snow on the ground and you see accidents all over the place. And you hear trucker stories where they've been sitting in a dock for 12 hours waiting to get unloaded. And you say, I don't miss that one bit. <laughs> and Susie, can I, can I ask you, or may I ask you your age? I am 47. In fact, I think that's Ruth Ann's I'm, I'm age. a year older than her. 48. All right. Yeah. Ruth, Ruth Ann looks old, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're, you're 47, so you're young. I mean, you may you may do it again. I mean, you, you know what I mean? I I, uh, I guess you're saying you never say never, if, if that's what uh, it sounds like you're probably getting at. Yeah, that's why, that's why I keep the, the license active, because if my medical card expires, and in my state, you have to go back to a, a Class C license. You know, I tell you something, you know, just a suggestion. I'm sure there's a trucking school not far from you. You Guaranteed, they'd take you. And I'll tell you something else, Susie. A lot of people in trucking don't realize this. And you don't sound like, uh, you know, a, a dumb woman. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is because anybody that has trucking experience can walk almost into any trucking company and get a job internally if you wanted to be around the industry, you could always do that too. I'm sure somebody would grab you. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but you're probably right. Yeah, well, I know I'm right. Oh I'm usually gosh. right about everything. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's true. I was hoping to get through one one episode without you 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 proclaiming your my what? <laughs> I was trying to think of something proper to say. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Can, can we say well, ego? <laughs> now, seriously, Susie, I, you know, we're really, I didn't know how this interview would go. Uh, in fact, I was, we were going to make you live on, our, I don't know if you ever have been on our Facebook page or not, but we've got uh, a few extra followers on there and uh, we were going to go live, but we just didn't know how the interview would go. And, and uh, you know, I'm really, honestly, like you, I really it it tears me up when I hear about a young person losing their life out of something they didn't have to do. And, you know, 2007, you know, it was really just starting to get really bad with the texting and driving. And, and, and I think a lot more people are aware of it. You know, I will tell you, though, if you see everything that we post on Facebook and every all these videos, there's a lot of people still doing it, a lot of rear-end accidents, and truckers are doing it. You wouldn't believe... How many truckers that I pull up beside and they're on their phone? You can see them swerving, and I'll say to Ruth Ann, this guy's texting, you watch and see, and we'll get up beside him, and it'll be a trucker, and he's down on his phone, you know, typing to somebody all over the road. And a couple times a year, you see somebody was 
on their cell, and boom, they rear-end about five cars and take out a bunch of people. Yep, it's crazy. I, it, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. No, it's not. Like, when, when you had impact, how far did you push her till you came to a stop? I, I'm not really sure. I want to say when we hit, her car actually went backwards and then it kind of like made a U-turn. She probably went back a good 25, 30 yards because we were both going about 50 miles an hour. Was there skid marks at all on her behalf or did she not even look up once? The only skid marks were when, when she was going backwards. Wow. That's something, is it? Yeah, I read the report. It said she went rearward. Rear, rearward. I never even seen that word before. That's right. But that's that's a that's a heck of an impact. And the, a lot of I tell you, a lot of people don't grasp what an eighteen wheeler can do. They just don't get it. And it's very true. You know, you see people brake checking big trucks. Well, that's and, why I was trying to bring this and, up to show you know, right. hey, when they did impact. You seen her coming, so you were already trying to maneuver. She didn't, and then when that impact happened, how far back it still took you guys? She just shot back, and it's yep. probably not not even a blink. Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm hoping that. Hey, you know, sometimes we do these these pods where it's very serious, and you know, our hope really is that somebody will hear this and really take grasp to what actually can happen when you're doing that. And and this is us being serious. Susie, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Is there any advice, any anything at all you'd like to add to this pod? My, my, my biggest thing is there is nothing, there's no picture, there's no video, there's no text that can't wait. True. True. I mean, I agree. plain and simple. I, I see truckers, like, like you said, see truckers taking videos while they're driving down the road. What are you doing, dude? Mm-hmm. Eighty thousand pound vehicle. What are you doing? Yeah, and it's and it's that one second that you take your eye. You know what's funny? I've been really putting a lot of thought into the texting thing because you know all of our lives as truckers, we're used to talking on the CB. We are literally used to being able to put our hands on that mic and talk, but for some reason, we cannot hold a phone up. And text, and I think it's because your eyes start focusing on the texting, and next thing you know, you're really forgetting that you're driving. Versus when you're on a CB, you're literally you're you're because there's a lot of states right now saying, oh, you're not even allowed to hold. Well, actually, it's the law now. You're not allowed to hold a cell phone in your hand to talk on in any state. That's a federal law now. If you're in a class A, if you know, if you're in a class A vehicle in the state of Florida, where we're at very liberal state when it comes to 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 the driving part we can hold a, a cell phone here and drive in fact if you're sitting in the back seat in florida uh it, unless they change the law you don't even have to have a seatbelt on you have to have them on in the front seat that's the that at least was the law last i checked so with that being said there was a time where truck drivers were good at just keeping a cb in their hand and doing our thing shifting gears all at the same time and not wrecking and then all of a sudden, this cell phone, I tell you, this cell phone has something about it that just keeps our attention. And I don't know if it's the the uh, mystique of texting somebody and you're 
mind is somewhere else, and that's probably really what it is, Ruth. Well, yeah, your 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 mind isn't on what you're doing. And back then, honestly, this is ten years ago. They didn't have. I don't even know if iPhone. What year did it came out? Did it come out that that ten years ago? Like, I don't know. You had the first you, one. It was more than ten. What years I'm saying ago. though is the smartphone wasn't. You know, was this was just a new era that was just coming on. So the phones that they had were those older ones that you had to try and type with the little tiny buttons and stuff. So really, to to be doing those kind of things, then still, I mean, it 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 it's baffling. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm just still baffled. This this girl is, is as old as our one son. She was born a couple months. Yeah, it's again. Well, prayers to that family, and and you know, prayers to to everybody involved in that. It, you know, unfortunately, it was the girl's fault. You know, and you become a victim too when you know, anytime somebody is killed, you know, running into your vehicle, that's that takes a lot out of most people. And you know, you know, we hope that your recovery is strong and we hope that someday you, maybe you get back in a truck. Did you, I'm curious, did you get a bunch of safe driving awards from Warner when you were, when you were with them? Yes. Yeah. And you loved it. So maybe you'll be back. Ho- hopefully the industry needs good drivers. I'll tell you. Absolutely. Uh, Susie, I'm going to wrap this up. If you're okay with that, I, I, uh, uh, I don't want to keep, you know, going over it and over and over it unless there's something else you have to add. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you, Susie. Uh, Susie, what's your last name again? Can you pronounce it? Holden Dick. Okay. And Ruth Ann, did you have anything else you wanted to add before we thank take you off? for sharing your story with us? And hopefully what you had to say would show an impact for another driver on either something that they have to do as far as getting over them being a victim in an accident like this, or to help bring awareness because of trying to avoid this happening to them by staying clear of a cell phone. If it only saves one life, it's worth it. Absolutely. And and my advice is the same as Susie's, guys and gals. It Honestly, if, if you really want my advice, start utilizing Siri and, and uh, hands-free stuff because there's so much technology now, you can actually do more hands-free. And put somebody on Bluetooth. Talk to them on the phone instead of texting. It's a lot easier that way. Uh, that would be mine. Uh, and that's my advice for anybody out there that is constantly thinking oh i'm good at texting and driving because nothing's happened just yet trust me it, it, it it's it's 30 40 yards like like Susie said and that's less than a quarter second of travel time and guess what you aren't looking up and preventing it at that time so uh texting and driving you're you're sometimes you know people don't even realize your eyes go off the road for just a minute even sometimes you don't even realize that you're going down the road. Next thing you know, you're going, How? What? I don't even remember driving this last mile. And if somebody would have pulled out in front of them, it would have been curtains. And unfortunately, it's going to happen this year plenty of times. Don't let it be one of you guys, drivers. Take heed to this uh, incident, uh, tragedy rather, that happened to this young lady. Uh, I think we're out of here, Ruthann. Thank you, Susie. All right, thank you. Thank you, Susie. All right, everybody. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.